And welcome to another news talk. This edition, I have with me the founder and originator of the Commander Sealed event, Dean. Dean, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. It is our absolute pleasure. Um, first question that we always ask our guests is, uh, who who are you exactly? How how did you get involved in magic, and what do you do with magic? Oh yeah. Uh... You know, this is like that that Watsy survey that they send out after every set release. And it's like, <laughs> when did you start playing Magic? And I'm like, well, do you mean... What exactly do you mean? Um, <laughs> you know, I remember playing and not having any idea what I was doing uh, in high school. Doing, you know... <laughs> we had uh, Sensei's Divining Tops unsleeved in decks as a 4 <laughs> And everybody's like, this card is, this card is terrible. It's so bad. And I'm like, I, I guess so. It seems all right. But, uh, <laughs> that was, that was when I started playing magic. I did a little bit in college as well with, uh, you know, Eventide, Lorwyn, Future Sight. Um, but then I really got into magic, uh, around, around, um, Scars of Mirrodin was when I really got in. And okay. as far as what I, what I do with magic, um, I don't know. I, I, I bring people together to play magic. I, I've been having uh, a regular magic night in my city for, God, almost a decade now. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then and then what, what, what got me on the show here is uh, Commander Sealed, which is uh, a large charity event, which is just a, a larger aspect of bringing people together to play magic. That's very true. And if there's one thing the people who play magic love to do, it's support charities of all sorts. Honestly, I think this year alone, we've had no less than 10 guests uh, specifically for charity related events. Um, That's uh, awesome. So speak. It is. It's actually it's it's one of the favorite interview types I get to do. Um, speaking of of this specific event, how did your love of commander and your love of magic eventually evolve into you deciding you wanted to throw your own major charity event. Well, it did not start as a major charity event. Um, <laughs> not at all. Uh, I had been throwing these little, I don't know, oddball limited events, uh, for my friends and I at, at a local church. Uh, they would let us use their sanctuary, so we would use it for the night and do whatever we did, like a conspiracy, a mixed conspiracy draft as as a star uh, event. We did, you know, five pods of five. That was pretty cool. Um, we did a big chaos draft and <laughs> we were trying to figure out how we could draft Commander. This was before Commander Legends came out, obviously. Right. And uh, I think we had talked <laughs> about it for probably uh, maybe off and on for about two years. And we were really hung up on like, how could we draft this? You know, because you can't right. just draft 15 packs. I mean, you could, but you know, <laughs> you want to go home eventually. Um, maybe not with that attitude, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. I'm going to be here for a week and I'm going to draft these 17 packs. Um, yeah. So eventually we just decided that we would do a sealed event and let people mm -hmm. trade which is sort of a middle ground between drafting yeah. and, and actually, you know, sealed, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and, and it, this was, again, this was before, this was before commander legends. This was before 
Dominaria was announced. So there were no packs that had guaranteed legends in them. So we had sort of this house pool built into the structure of the event where of like all these legends that you could pick from. I think we picked like, you know, the, the elder dragons that were printed in the first commander decks, you know, um, Oh God, who were they? I, I'm, I'm blanking on them. The, the, the Absan one that reanimates and you know, those ones. Um, I can't remember either now that you've asked. <laughs> right. But you know, you know what I'm talking about. All the, uh, of course, the enemy, yeah. the enemy colored ones that were originally printed in planar chaos. And then they were printed in the, uh, commander decks. Right. The, um, the, what's the word I'm looking for? The wedge, the wedge ones. Yes. The wedge ones. Exactly. Um, so we had those and I think we had like the Mimeoplasm and a few others like that. Damia, you know, we had, we mm-hmm. had the stuff that didn't seem too overpowered. Uh, right. We didn't have any, we didn't have any gave in there. Cause that was, we were worried <laughs> that would be too crazy. Um, yeah. So, uh, I got, I think I got 30. I, 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 I the way that we had the pod structured, it was like pods of three pods of four pods of three, I think, mm-hmm. um, for three rounds. And so I think we had like 36 people. Which was big. I was like, "Wow, this is the biggest event I've ever done. This is this is awesome." (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Packing out these these six by by four tables or whatever they were, Um, and then and then COVID hit, so we didn't have Commander Sealed that year. And then in 2020, 2021, no, 2020 was COVID. 2021. Now you started 2019 was beginning COVID, I think, right? No, 2020 was beginning beginning yes, COVID. Time is an illusion. Sealed happened before COVID. Right. Yeah, time is absolutely an illusion. Um, so 2019 was in, in August. We did Commander Sealed, the first one. And then 2020 right. was no Commander Sealed. 2021 was Commander Sealed. And as I was putting it together, um, one of my one of the local game stores here, um, just games, the the owner contacted me, Matt Rican. He's a super awesome guy. Um and he's like, we had some people who were organizing charity events for the store, but they moved, or I think they moved. And so we don't have anything booked for this year. Would you want to partner with us and bring your event here? And I can sort of, I can order the product cheaper than you can get it. I can get it at cost. And, you know, there are a bunch of benefits yeah. to the event because you're not paying all this extra overhead. You can contribute more to to charity. Oh, I should actually mention that was a, that was a new... It was a new thing. In in the first year, it was just a thing I did with my friends. 2021 right. was the first year that I was like, well, let's do something with this. Let's let's attach to the Trevor Project because, you know, who doesn't want to support marginalized youth, right? Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, being a queer person myself, I was like, this is something that I could have used when I was a kid. Let's support it. Um, so... <laughs> So at that point, um, Matt and I got hooked up and, um, I think I was already, I'd already sold a number of the tickets. I was just having people send me money in PayPal and Matt's like, yeah, that's not a great idea. You know, people, PayPal's not great. PayPal could just freeze your account and then you wouldn't be able to order your product. Um, I forget how we ended up resolving that, <laughs> but, uh, but we did and we ended up selling out in nine days. 64, 64 seats. We sold out in nine days. Nice. And it was a big hit. We we raised $4,500 for Trevor that year. And then Matt and I started planning it again, I think, in, in April of, of this year. And um, we're like, all right, we're, we're going to go bigger than the next year, right? Or are we going to do, do double? What are we going to do? 
And we, I think we, I had initially conceived of a structure where like there would be rolling blocks of 64 players that we could have an exact number of players. Right. So if we sold 64 tickets, the next 64 tickets would open up and then the next 64 and the next 64. And Matt's like, well, that's just, let's, let's not do that. That's too complicated. What if we just put it all out there and then we'll just, you know, if we, if we have to deal with incomplete pods, we'll deal with incomplete pods. We ended up going with that. Matt found us a great venue this year. Um, the village gate. It was, uh, the air conditioning was a little old, but apart from that, (laughs) it was an awesome venue and it, 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 I feel like it just barely fit the 256 players that we ended up getting um, in the main event. And then we had another, I don't know, 50 besides that. I think we had 300 plus people up there. It was very hot and very stinky, but it was very awesome. <laughs> it was very, very awesome. Uh, and so that's sort I, of how the event grew. I don't want to from... say that, well, you know, it was a magic event, but. Well, you know, it was a magic event, so those two things are <laughs> no, listen, kind of it, it just wasn't well ventilated. Happen. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, it's it, it, when you start growing exponentially, I feel like, you know, you're going to encounter some close quarters problems. Well, I mean, everyone had great hygiene. Everyone got the note about showering. You know, we put a thing in there about <laughs> where your deodorant. So that was all followed. It was just like, you know, sitting in a very warm <laughs> second floor area for you know eight hours it's gonna it's gonna create some it's gonna create some stink um that's exactly yeah the, the close quarters part is the is the real the real yeah. problem there close quarters with a with a really not ventilated space yeah yeah it was it was not as well ventilated as i had hoped it would be but <laughs> next year it will probably be at a different venue yeah um yeah we're looking at some really exciting options for next year all right. Um, so is the plan in place to use the same charity for next year, or is it you you all might take uh, some other ones into consideration, just see which one kind of res- resonates the most? Oh, uh, uh, great question. Um, so next year, um, we're going to be doing a format that Matt had actually conceived of um, mm-hmm. as a as a charity event. We're just going to be infusing it in Commander Sealed. So next year... Um, we will have our 256 player tournament for mm-hmm. the Trevor project. And we will also have our 256 player tournament for trans lifeline. And Ooh. we will have these two side by side events, uh, as a dueling charities format, uh, commander sealed. So who can raise the most money for their respective charity? I can I can feel that you um, definitely I'm very have some church experience. Actually. That's definitely a VBS move right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I may have no, gone to actually, church camp <laughs> as uh, a kid. Yeah. yeah, big mood, Southern Virginia. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, that's that's actually a really cool <laughs> format. I don't think a lot of other uh, events like that are handling their charity decisions that way. That's a really that's a really cool way to, to do it. I'm I'm personally impressed. And I'm sure others will be as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so next year will be two charities, but the thing that we like about it is that it's very scalable. You know, if we want to go mm-hmm. and take it bigger, we can do, you know, three tournaments of 256 to support three different charities. And then, you know, we can say, hey, look, we supported all these awesome charities. We don't have to just pick one. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's a good way to do it. And as as I said earlier, if one thing this community loves, uh, if there is one thing this community loves, it's supporting charities of all sorts, and they've 
shown a bunch of them. Um, so from from a gameplay perspective, uh, this was the biggest one that you all had done up to this point, both as far as attendance and just uh, effort on y'all side to like get it all put together. Um, do you think that as far I say from gameplay perspective, it's not really the right way to say it uh, from <laughs> a play experience perspective, I guess is the right way to say this. Do you think that it was from just a players having a good time experience a success for y'all? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we didn't get really any bad feedback about the gameplay. There was a little bit of a little bit of confusion about our end of round procedure. Um, mm hmm. So in, in years past, we have given everyone a uh, whatever, however much time they had to play the game. And then mm -hmm. when we went to time, uh, the table got a Havoc Festival emblem. Just players can't gain life. And at the beginning of your upkeep, you lose half your life rounded up uh, in the hopes that it would speed games along. And it always has. Um, and we sort of knew that it was a little bit abusable. But this year... It was pretty bad. Uh, we had <laughs> our first round go 50 minutes over time. They played wow. 50 minutes. 50 minutes through a Havoc Festival emblem. All four players. Oh, no. And we had, <laughs> yes, we had judges watching them. So they, they weren't slow playing. What happened was one person was playing a Rocco deck. So he had a lot of tutors. Mm -hmm. And the other players also had tutor effects in their deck. And they didn't really, you know, this was their first time building and playing this deck. They didn't know what was in it. So they're tutoring, looking at the whole hundred card deck. Um, yeah, yeah. Not a fun time. And also, I mean, one of the other abusable things is if you go like heavy life gain and just sort of grindy uh, control, you can kind of just play yeah. it so that other people get havoced and you kind of survive it. Um, we're looking right. into some really cool things for next year for our end of round procedure. Um, we're kind of looking at something based on uh, the enchantment demonic pact, um, but also a little bit kind of like a dungeon. It's, it's going to be pretty okay. cool. Well, that's pretty fun. Um, so you said that, uh, that there's going to be two pods running or not pods, I guess two tournament, two, yeah, two mega pods, two tournament, pods, two, whatever two you brackets call. over, uh, over simultaneously, which is, wow, that's going to be, insane but you also mentioned uh that there were this year some uh, 50 or so folks who were there for side events i'm guessing yeah we had um commander legends draft and just casual tables as our side events for this year next okay. year we have some pretty cool ideas for side events um we're gonna play into the festival theme a little bit we're talking Ooh. about Nobody take this as, you know, uh, <laughs> definitive, <laughs> but these are things that we're talking about. We're talking about doing some little carnival side games, you know, stuff like, you know, knock the bottle down with the thing and you get a pack or something like that. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Um, just as like, because you don't want all your side events to be, you know, a whole draft. Maybe you just want to right, spend a yeah. ticket on a, on a charity and you want to spend five minutes knocking over some, I don't know, bowl, maybe, bowling, maybe bowling a, some D20s or whatever. <laughs> Maybe take a leaf out of the um, out of the infinity attractions. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but then also we're gonna have we're gonna have an infinity draft. We're gonna have a few other Ooh. offbeat limited events, um, and we're actually gonna have those on day three of Commander Sealed next year. Predominantly, oh, nice. next year the... we're expanding from just one day. We're gonna be three days. 
And and you've got the date for that event completely figured out, right? Uh, I think he was, if I remember seeing your Twitter correctly. Yeah, yeah. We have our date locked in. It's going to be uh, September 15th, 16th, and 17th. Cool. Going to have to set aside some days for that. So mark your calendars. <laughs> uh, for anyone like myself who this year was just the first time I had actually heard about y'all. Um, and it's partially because this year was one of the time was y'all's biggest and partially because this year was the year that I was able to get dive more in. And I'm sure a lot of other folks were kind of in a similar boat. So when attendees are looking into planning their trip for that, is there a is there a pay to enter? I know there's going to be a pay for to get a ticket to enter into the tournaments. Is there a pay to just walk in and maybe hang out, do some casual side events, or is that just you show up and if there's a pod that needs a fourth, you can play? Yeah. Well, so this year we had a general entry fee. It was 25 bucks. Mm-hmm. You could come in for the whole day and just like play casual. You could buy, uh, you know, an entry into a commander legends draft if you wanted to. Um, next year we're looking at a similar thing where it's, you can, you can play in the main mm-hmm. event if you want to. It's going to probably be very similar price to this year, which this year it was $170. Wizards is increasing the price of their product. Um, yep. So it's probably going to it's probably gonna stay around $170. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, we'll have a general entry. So you can just get in. You can play casual. You can hang out. You can meet all the cool people that are going to be there. Um, we had some really incredible people there this year. Mm. Um, and uh yeah you can play casual you can sign up for our side events you can take part in all the stuff you can meet our vendors we're gonna have some cool vendors infinite tokens came this year and uh i expect i expect her to come back this this next year as well infinite tokens is just great she's just a great person and a great uh business um do you all have obviously you've been scaling up over the last few years because you said, I believe the first event was in 2019 and then had to skip 2020 and then last year and this year. So next year is just the fourth commander sealed event. And it's been scaling up for both attendance and for the the scale of what y'all are doing with the tournaments. So how do you plan to expand uh, the outside of the tournament aspects other than just having a few more side events? Are y'all going to try and bring in some artists? Are y'all going to try and bring in more vendors or is that something y'all are still kind of in talks about and, and just haven't hammered out the details? Yeah, uh, sure. So um, this year we actually did have a few artists uh, come and, and attend. We had Ben Schnuck who did the sunglasses, not included secret layer. Yes. Yes. Love Ben. He was very fun to meet. Uh, he actually flew up here from Texas, which is, I can't wow. even imagine. Um, but yeah, we invited him. He was like, oh my God, you'll be my first event. We would, I would love to be there. So it's okay. Come on up. Um, so yes, we had Ben Schnuck. We also had um, Alan Pollock, who has been a magic uh, artist for God, 20, 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also had Alan Douglas, who, I guess he teaches at RIT actually. Um, and he did the ornithological studies secret layer. And next oh. year, yeah, next year we have a lot of artists on our wish list. Um, <laughs> a lot more artists on our wish list. And we, sure. we are, we are reaching out to them. Um, we are specifically reaching out to each of the artists who contributed art to pride across the multiverse because Ooh, yeah, we believe in that, product you know a lot of that product uh, a lot of the money um 
that people paid for that product went to Trevor Project. So we're into that. Um, I believe Kieran is interested right now. Um, and yeah, we have we have a number of other artists that we've that we've reached out to, and we're in talks with a few of them. Awesome. Um, so uh, switching gears, kind of once again, uh, what is what is the actual process for any tournament participants? So they get there, and let's say next year, day one, they sit down in their pod, and what's their first step to do? Uh, well. I would I would say that the process starts before day one. Okay. Well, sort sort of right. So we we have <laughs> our day one is our pre party. Day two uh-huh. is the actual event. Yeah. So um, I I would say if you can if you can make the trip, come to day one the pre party and meet everybody and hang out and get to know everybody, um, because you know it it is a casual tournament. Um, and we want everybody to have fun and we want people to make memories, which is the whole point of commander, right? That's why that that's the, uh, the right. philosophy that Sheldon and the rules committee has baked into the format. We want this to be a casual beer and pretzels format where people can sit down and do cool stuff and make memories. And that's mm-hmm. what we, that's what we want this tournament to be for people. Um, but then if you're going to get there on the actual game day, you know, you're going to, you're going to come in, you're going to get your name tag, you're going to tell us your pronouns if you feel comfortable doing that. Um, you're going to meet your friends, and and then you're going to get assigned to your table. And I mean, it's similar to another another tournament. You, you'll sit down, you'll put out your playmat, maybe you'll have just picked one up from somebody. I, I got the uh, the Stitch Together land playmat from Ben that I used during the tournament. Oh, nice. And of course, we will also have playmats this year again. Um, this year, all of our art was done by uh, Tyler Carter, who's Rope Arrow on on Twitter, Rope underscore Arrow. You should follow them because they are incredible. Um, they did our poster. They did our little impy guy who's on the poster. They did our our playmat. And next year they're going to be offering. They're going to be designing two playmats: one for those who participate for Trevor, and one for those who participate for Trans Lifeline. Um, so yeah, maybe you'll get your playmat there, and you'll you'll roll it out, and then you'll get your product, and you'll. We'll have our head judge announce that it's time to open all your packs and you just get to go in. You get to open your packs and <laughs> find out what you're building and playing that day. That sounds, I've never actually built like a full size commander sealed deck uh, for any real purpose. We were able to do one with commander legends uh, when that came out, the first set, but that's a little bit different. So that sounds like an incredible challenge. Um, following that up, Speaking of challenges, I guess is what I should say. You all, you said that uh, you've just been kind of learning this as you go, which makes total sense. But what did, would you say are some of the challenges or the biggest challenges y'all have had to uh, handle kind of on the fly or that you just weren't expecting to see? Uh, sure. So um, on the fly would 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 be from <laughs> from this year. Actually, I, I think I started to tell the story, but I didn't quite get there. Um, yeah, our our round one uh, game going 50 minutes over people playing through the Havoc Festival emblem. So our head judge made a call that uh, <laughs> from that round forward, uh, Havoc Festival emblems compounded. So every wheel of the table, there would be another Havoc Festival emblem. And you know, if you can play <laughs> magic through three or four Havoc Festival emblems, <laughs> I mean, you deserve the win. Honestly. <laughs> you deserve the, yeah, you deserve something. Um, 
so that was that was our biggest on the fly sort of a thing um where it was just like oh no we can't have our rounds go 50 minutes over we won't get out of here until one o'clock in the morning um but yeah no uh so that that was not an issue actually for round two and three it was it was a, a lot smoother and what were some of the ones from an organizational standpoint from an organizational standpoint uh yeah okay um collation so in in year two uh 2021 mm-hmm. i i could probably pull it up if you want let me see here let me let me let me pull this up for you uh and tell you what we were playing in commander sealed 2021 we were playing um we had some pretty good packs here uh, everyone got three packs of Commander Legends because Commander Legends Battles for Battle for Baldur's Gate wasn't out yet. Mm-hmm. Everybody got a pack of Dominaria, a pack of Battle Bond, a pack of Modern Horizons, and a pack of Modern Horizons Two. Everybody got one pack of the original Jumpstart, and then here's where things got a little tricky. Uh, everyone got Ooh. a pack from among these four sets, their choice: Modern Masters 2017, Ultimate Masters, Mystery Booster. And double masters. Oh my! <laughs> and and then people got eight packs from among these sets: War of the Spark, Throne of Eldraine, Theros, Beyond Death, Ikoria, Core Set Twenty Twenty One, Zendikar Rising, Call Time, Strixhaven, and Adventures in Forgotten Realms. So, I I had a <laughs> spreadsheet of all the players as they signed up. And I had all of the sets listed and I had little check marks to denote which one they had chosen. And I had to like chase people down, like email me what you're getting Twitter, you know, send me a message on Twitter, Facebook message. Me. What are you, what are you getting in your packs? Which ones do you want? Which ones don't you want? Uh, and then I got to, uh, you know, the, the event sold out and I had to go and put these seal pools together. And I got there and I was like, Oh no, I have to print out a thing and like for each of these 64 players I have to like select the specific packs that they want and don't want. And that was it was very <laughs> time consuming. And then this year was 256 players and I was like I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> these are the sets that you'll get in this in this thing and it'll just be randomized. We're not going to let you pick. So uh, uh, that's a little something that that we've dealt with, and then for next year, Matt Matt is like, um, can we just we'll just have the exact number of, of packs and sets, and like we don't have to randomize everything. I'm like, it's kind of important to the event that there be some <laughs> diversity of packs, so I don't think we can do that. But we did we did cut back on how much. So uh, well, yeah, it's, hopefully course. it's going to be a little bit easier next year. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. That makes that makes total sense. Then uh, speaking in question, I feel like we I'm surprised we haven't addressed earlier how much money ended up being raised at the end of the event this year. Oh, OK. I am. This gets me very excited. We raised fifteen thousand dollars for the Trevor Project this year. Mm-hmm. Um, our biggest contributor was a huge shout out to Donald Miner, EDH rec. They contributed two thousand dollars to our uh, to our fundraising goals. Just they were like, "How? What, what do you guys want? You want two grand? Here you go. Have two grand for the Trevor Project." And <laughs> like, wow, thank you. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, very excited about that. Very excited about what that could mean for next year. You know, right? If uh, yeah, uh, next year, 
I don't want to give too much away, but next year is going to be awesome. We're going to be, we're going to be streaming the whole time. So we're going to be trying to get anybody who couldn't make it. We're going to try to get you involved anyway. You know, you can watch the event. We'll have stuff going. Um, and you can throw money towards your favorite charity. It's going to be awesome. Very true. Um, all right. So, uh, the only real questions that I would have left are, in the event that people aren't able to make it next year or would like to help other in ways other than just, you know, being there, just tossing money at y'all to towards the charity. Is there any specific way that people can help with you all either spreading the word or organizing or organizing or whatever it might be? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. Spreading it. Word of mouth was um, was one way that we got a lot of people in this year. A lot of, a lot of it was, um, you know, one of, one of the, one person on a play group was on Twitter and they saw it and they were like, Hey, play group, let's go out to commander sealed. And so, you know, we would reach one person and they would tell like five or whatever, you know? Right. So that was, that was one way. So if you're listening to this podcast and you can't make it, but you can encourage your friends to go do that, that helps. Um, also, if you would like to contribute some product, I have a list of the packs that we're going to be using next year. So if okay. you've got boxes lying around that you know are just collecting dust and you want them to go to a good cause, we will happily um, use them towards the tournament. Um, or if you have, you know, anyth- anything you want to contribute. We, we had a, a, a big raffle system this year um, where we had people contributing really cool things. We had play mats, we had um, mm-hmm. artist proofs. Actually, one of the coolest things that happened, um, this guy, uh, uh, Kevin vodka contributed four Foglio artist proofs. Um, Oof. and he, he found he, he and I are friends on Twitter. And, um, when he was like, Hey, do you need stuff for the event here? I've got these artist proofs. Can I send them to you? And he, we added, Kaja Foglio and she was like oh you're doing this for the Trevor project uh and you want me to like alter them sure send them to me and I I will and she did and it was amazing (laughs) um apparently she doesn't really do that very often she she actually she sent me a very very nice letter um with the with the altered cards and she's like I really hate doing this the last time I did it was in Italy years ago but it's for such a good cause and Anyway, here it is. Here's your, here's your cards. I hope that there is a lot of money. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's my that's my Kaja Foglio story. But yeah, so if people have stuff like that, novelty items, playmats, anything related to magic that we could auction off or raffle off, um, we're actually going to be doing a couple of auctions this year. Uh, on, okay. our, on our third day, we're going to do auctions for stuff that people contributed. Like I said, playmats and what have you. And we're also going to have bulk boxes um so we're gonna have a couple of boxes that people can just put their bulk from the event in this year we had some really good bulk i found a shardless agent that somebody just left in a pile of cards because nobody was in blue green (laughs) and they couldn't use the shardless agent so cool shardless agent goes in my collection also i should mention during trading people were very generous uh which was awesome people just wanted people to have the best decks they could have um, so my friend Rob was at a table and somebody's like, Oh, you're in, you're in black, white and red here, here, put, this is a dual land, put it in there. This, you know, this is a good land, put it in there. It was a white black. He didn't really look at it, you know, very closely. And then uh-huh. he's playing and he draws it and he's like, that's a, 
That's a Marsh Flats. Um, okay. <laughs> Somebody just put a Marsh Flats in his deck because it was good in his deck. That's amazing. So, um, so yeah, this year we're gonna we're gonna have bulk boxes. People can pe- people can put their bulk in there, and then at the end of the tournament, anything they don't want to keep or um, <clears throat> if they just want to contribute back, they can put their decks in the bulk boxes or whatever they want to from their decks. And then we're going to auction them off, you know, blind. You know, what's in the box? Oh, Who knows? Nice. I don't know. It could be awesome, but we're going to auction it off. And all the money goes to Trevor or to Trans Lifeline. It's going to be awesome. Would it be up to the person who wins the auction? Which of the two? Uh, no. So we'll have boxes from the Trevor uh, From each Project one. Gotcha. Game gotcha. from the Trans Lifeline game. Yeah. All right. Um, I believe that just about brings me to the end of my questions for right now. Uh, in the meantime, where can our listeners find you and where can they find details about next year's event? Yeah, so uh, our website is not up and running yet, but it will be soon. So, you know, bookmark it for future reference. We we will have a website up, commanderseal.com. It is looking really awesome. Um, you can also find the event on Twitter. We are at CMDR sealed. And, um, you can also, I mean, my, 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 um, main account is also somewhat tied to the event, um, at Grubfellow, G-R-U-B-F-E-L-L-O, um, from the, the old Lorwyn card. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's where we are. We're, I think we're also on Facebook, but who really uses Facebook anymore? I think I think Hobbs does, but he's really old anyway, so that just kind of makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, it does. It makes total sense. All right. Um, it's not it's not a true episode unless we get one Hobbs burn in. So uh, <laughs> anyway, that just about does it. So thank you again for uh, joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me.